0: My guest today is a member of the electronic rock band Cedars from Central Texas. The band incorporates the do-it-yourself ethos of bands like the Pixies, PJ Harvey, along with the haunting atmospheres of Radiohead and Nine Inch Nails, while empassing the vision of community, a community driven by the idea that beauty can save the world. Please welcome the super, super talented. Sandy Kennedy. Sandy, how are hey. you? I'm so excited to have you. Hey Nikki, I'm so great. Thank you so
1: much. Um, what a what a pleasure it is to get to chat with you today. I've been looking forward to it all week.
0: I have been looking forward to it as well because I am a rock alternative junkie myself and <laughs> love performing that type of music. So it's always very yeah. fun for me to chat with people kind of in my same genre. So it's really looking cool. Excellent. Why don't you tell everyone when you fell in love with music? Oh, gosh. When I think about that,
1: I'm probably five or six years old, sitting on the hardest wooden pew bench imaginable in a small Southern Baptist church. (laughs) um straining to listen to the choir and pick out whose voice was coming from you know could I dial in and hear the different harmonies and who was making that sound and what voice belonged to which person and just yeah just kind of in awestruck by all of that coming together um I was like "Uh (laughs) uh-oh this is my thing I think I think this is what I'm in love with so um, and that's that's kind of never changed the view and the, and the, the seat I'm in has certainly changed a lot over the years, but that's definitely where I, I think um, I first realized like, Oh, wow, <laughs> this thing is for me. I love this. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. That's such a cool story. And I used to do that as a kid too, watching yeah. like, bands or choirs perform and then trying and figure out, okay, whose voice is who? right? I really, so yeah. that's, you? That's, yeah, you're like, going, "Who's saying that? Who is that?" I loved,
1: <laughs> I loved, I loved the yeah. I thought that was such a just an intriguing thing to do. I'd love to try to pick out what voice belonged to which person. I was looking at.
0: <laughs> yes, and sometimes it's not who you actually think it's going to be. <laughs> right, very true. At least I've run into that. <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us how the band came together?
1: So the current iteration of Cedars. Kind of, I guess, kind of, it feels kind of like a patchwork quilt <laughs> that
0: we've kind of sewn
1: onto over the years, um, little by little. So, Drew uh, also sings, he, he does vocals as well and plays some keys and guitar in the band. And he and I have been writing music together for probably 10 years. It didn't look exactly like what we have going on now, but um, so he and I have been doing that a very long time. We also own a recording studio together. So that love of picking out different voices and putting together <laughs> what what sounds are going together, that kind of just translated through life. We were working together on music and then um, added another friend of a friend who was a, a local musician that was in our sort of sphere named Chris, Chris Rodriguez, and um, he's our lead player. And, um, I was playing bass at the time, but we were wanting to do new things. And so I kind of needed to, and we were wanting to grow the band as a community too, like not just, I don't know, it kind of, we wanted that communal aspect. So how could we incorporate more people and more creativity? So I put the bass down and made room for, um, for a bass player. And Chris brought another Chris, Chris Santos, and they had been in bands and, and making music together for since they were kids. So very long time. And, um, he was just such a perfect fit. And then we've had a few different drummers over the years. Our current drummer joined us, I think a couple of years ago, his name is Caleb Perez. And, uh, we kind of, we kind of poached him. <laughs> we stole him. We were playing a show and, and met him and thought he was great. And, and um, so he's kind of come along and yeah, we just kind of pieced it together throughout the years. And, and it's been a really, a really cool journey of adding, adding different influences and different ideas into it. Yeah, but that
0: actually is unique and it also gives the group a growth opportunity, right? A lot of times if you're yeah. all discussed with the same individuals, you know, you, you kind of get stale, if you will, for lack of a better word, yeah. right? Sure. So, sure. you know, having different band members come in or constantly expanding the band provides new blood, if you will, right? So a different set of eyes yeah. coming in or a different set of ears. So I think that's like cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, it was definitely, when you said
1: growth opportunity, that that kind of hit me and that landed. I was like, yeah, that really was a lot of growth for me to, to put down the base and like step out from behind it and be like,
0: Oh wow. I feel
1: really extra exposed now without <laughs> an instrument to hide behind on stage or, you know, so that was a, a challenge for me that, without making that move, I don't know that I would have, you know, I got to go deeper with the storytelling aspect of what I do in the band. So that was a
0: a gift, but a bit of a challenge for sure. Oh, I'm sure. Because I do know a lot of people that do play guitar or piano, it is mm-hmm. very hard for them to step out in front. So I can certainly, certainly understand that aspect. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, you mentioned songwriting, right? So you and you, I guess, do a lot of the songwriting together. What's what's your songwriting process?
1: What's it like? Um, You know, we will have like the seed of an idea oftentimes. Um, We're busy with helping other people create music and art (laughs) as kind of like musical doulas for (laughs) other artists that come in. So sometimes our stuff has to be done. Like in the in between, um, which is always, gosh, it's a challenge sometimes to work it all in. But so we may have a, a voice memo on our phone. You know, we laugh like we're like the plumber with the leaky faucet. We we're recording studio. <laughs> who we, we you know it takes forever to get around to our own stuff, or we're we're always the last <laughs> to get to use the the cool stuff to make music. So we might have like an idea or the season. But I have an idea that we pass back and forth. You know, via phone uh, sometimes. You know, just on your iPhone. And then, you know, he'll do some, he'll do a layer. He'll hand it to me. I work on a layer. You know, the guys always tell us. We give them, like, this skeleton, you know, these bones. And then they they take what we've given them. And after Drew and I kind of flesh out an idea and make an arrangement, and we're like, okay, here's, here's the idea, and here's the story we're telling in this song. And then we kind of see what they come up with and what they bring to the table or what they want
0: to add and,
1: and kind of go from there in layers.
0: Oh, that sounds like fun. Uh, You guys do a lot of similar things, That I have a songwriting partner that (laughs) we bounce things off of each other all the time. We don't do, like, the voice memos, but I'm always like, oh, I really like this loop. Can we build something off of this? I really like (laughs)
1: this. Sometimes we get really nerdy about sounds and, like, capturing, like, the perfect sound when we're telling stories in in song and... (laughs) So like sometimes we'll just hear a really. I've recorded the sound of a gazillion cicadas in Georgia, you know, and just on my phone and be like, oh, listen to this sound. Like this sounds like something we we should put into this song or that song or whatever. And just bringing like, oh, what is what is you know if this song topic is about, what does it sound like? What does grief sound like right now? So how do we make that a sound in the song? How do we represent that feeling or emotion and. Sometimes it's just very weird things like, (laughs) you know, I don't know, whatever, banging on the side of a dumpster with a bat. That's literally made its way into (laughs) into songs in the past. So that kind of stuff is, I think, is fun and um, happens, again, happens on the phone a lot, the back and forth (laughs) of that stuff, those
0: ideas. But that's that's cool because, like, I actually was just listening to Charlie Puth's new song, Light Switch, Mm -hmm. and... He literally has the sound of him flipping a light switch on and off in his song. So it's like, you know, you never know, right? You never know what you're going to capture. I think it's cool that you can go around and do that. You
1: just don't know where, like being open to that gives you such an opportunity to find inspiration. Like wherever, anywhere, it's everywhere. You know, it just feels like there's a lot of openness to that kind of thinking.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that actually brings me to one of the questions that I always ask all of my songwriters, and this will be the perfect tee-up question before we actually get to play <laughs> your newest single. So, any songwriting tips or tricks that you would like to share?
1: Oh, gosh. I think probably not a very practical tip, but just a a, like, the second guessing that I that I think we probably all experience when we're working on creative work to just know that that's part of it and to, to keep going and like there isn't a bad idea. It may not be the one you end up using, but pursue it anyway. Like if you get the seed of something or, or, an, or an idea, welcome it in and let's see what it wants to say. And maybe you don't go anywhere with that particular thing, but it may lead you to something else or, you know, it's kind of. Like, there there are no dumb questions. I feel like there are no bad ideas when it comes to songwriting or creating. So just kind of follow your
0: gut and see what what it wants to tell you. I actually think that that's really good advice because, like, I have done things where I, like, fleshed out a song and then done nothing with it and then started Mm -hmm. fleshing Mm -hmm. out something else. And I'm like, you know, I really need this. And then you're Mm -hmm. like, oh. That piece that I'm not doing anything with has that. So yeah. I'm just going to grab the piece that I need and move it over. Mm-hmm. So it's really great. That's really actually great advice is just go with the flow. And even yeah. if you do flesh something out but and you don't use it, you never know when you might. Just hang on to it. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, great spot to share one of your songs. What can you tell us about your newest single, "Circle"? It's one of those. Actually, uh, I think the the main
1: riff that starts the song it's a it's a sense progression. I think it sat on a computer just by just that file, that little snippet, for four years, <laughs> doing nothing, <laughs> waiting, <laughs> biting, biting its time, waiting for its moment and. I think Drew maybe stumbled across it and said, Oh, I have this thing. Remember we we had this little piece and I don't know, do we wanna pull it in you know, do anything with it? And and I it, it ended up becoming a, a song and so it that was that's just a good illustration of that what we were just talking about.
0: <laughs> that it you never know. You never know. Save save it all. Exactly. All right. Well I'm excited for everyone to hear this. We are gonna play it now. This is circle by leaders. That and I'm actually really, really glad that you shared that with everyone because I am actually doing um, working on music and I'm looking for examples of songs to share with my producer and say, Hey, you know, I really want to do something like this, and yeah, this is one I'm going to be sharing. Because it's oh,
1: right yay. up in the same real of what I'm looking to do, which is really cool. I love that. I love That's it when, so cool. when I talk to people. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah. And I love that. I mean, your show seems to kind of lend itself to, you know, getting, people, getting women's voices out there and, and getting voices out there, creators, but like also just kind of inspiring each other and cheering each other on, (laughs)
0: so that's really, really great. Absolutely, yeah, that's totally what we're all about, and believe me, I love actually doing these shows because I use a lot of, like, my tips and tricks questions, or even when I listen to some of the songs that people bring to play on the podcast, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd love to do, Or you know, it may inspire me to do something else as well, and that's really... Yeah. what we're all about so hey thank you awesome. thank you for awesome. yeah that. my pleasure <laughs> That's yeah good. one of the things that I did notice in listening to all of the music uh, that y'all have put out because I actually didn't just limit myself to the two that you brought to share <laughs> but I have gone out and listened to your other music authenticity seems to be an important theme in your music mm. can you say more about that yeah
1: um... I think that for me, and and the guys aren't all here, but I think we're all pretty pretty much, I know we're on the same page here, but I think we all just feel really grateful to be in a position where we can make music for ourselves. Now, I've been in often on a couple of smaller labels throughout my lifetime, and it's just wild the experience of not kind of, it felt like I didn't belong to myself and my music doesn't belong belong to me in those moments. And so I think um, being able to make stuff that feels really authentic and, like, we're we're really working to bring intentionality to everything we're doing, not just, like, what's the formula for a great pop song? It's going to get lots of attention. You know, if none of that's going on. We're, we're kind of trying to bring our true selves to the table and let, let the songs that want to be born <laughs> through us, you know, show up exactly how they want to. And
0: that feels really fulfilling
1: and, and really good because I think the world just needs all of us to show up authentically. And-
0: no, and you actually bring up a really interesting point because I've been on a couple uh, songwriting, and, you know, education sessions and things like that, and it, it's very, with younger, younger folks, you know, like I'm talking, you know, high school, junior high, um, you know, much, much younger, and they're being taught to not follow what I would call cookie cutter, right? Um, Mm -hmm. which is fantastic. And they actually were asking me that when I was on that, that classes, you know, how do you write? Do you write structured? I'm like, no, I actually don't. And I hate writing structures and I actually always said <laughs> I couldn't be a Nashville writer because I find yeah. it very, very boring, and I hate cookie cutter, <laughs> but what's interesting, yeah. well, it is, it's just like it's boring to me, right? And maybe that's why I gravitate towards, you know, rock and alternative because mm-hmm. a lot of that music is, is not cookie cutters. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. It's It's very different. I mean, you can listen to... You know, one band and, and be like, oh yeah, and then you listen to somebody else and you're like, oh wow, and they're not <laughs> the same. That's, you know, I mean, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about, so
1: I do. Yeah, love hearing yeah. that. Yeah, love That's, hearing that. Well, and I think I
0: so think we, people
1: know too. Like, I think I think that when you make something and you're not making it from a place of authenticity, for you know, with like people feel that. I feel it. You know, I think that's what you're even, you know, I feel like there's some of that even in the what the boredom that you feel, or with the cookie cutter, <laughs> the cookie cutter mm-hmm. uh, ness of of, of of some music that's out out there now. So yeah,
0: yeah. So we mentioned a couple of the the bands that theaters sounds like, but it'd be interesting to share with everyone who some of your musical influences are.
1: Oh gosh, personally, I. I I remember finding Nina Simone when I was about 13 and falling in love. Um, PJ Harvey was one of the first women that I really dialed in and listened to what she was saying um, in her lyrics. And for her to have that sort of, you know, I, I would think of it like she she's not a cookie cutter artist at all. <laughs> and I think she was kind of doing her own thing and that was really, she's always, um Been a hero of mine, Um, Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth, amazing bass player, um, a a talented writer. Um, I listened to a lot of post-punk and new wave and Brit pop growing up, um, metal, (laughs) and I—I mean, I would—I always say I cut my musical teeth on like classic country and gospel, so it's kind of a weird of everything Amanda Palmer is an influence in me for me rather in so much of, uh, the way that she just her authenticity the authenticity of what she creates Ella Fitzgerald cool <laughs> and, yeah just there's a there's a lot there's a lot of people i can that kind of flash through my brain um that I feel like have impacted me musically for sure and even beyond that but yeah
0: excellent. So, having said all of those lovely musical influences, is there anyone that you would be interested in collaborating with? Oh gosh,
1: yeah. I mean, I mean, a dream, a dream would be to work with, you know, PJ Harvey. I think that'd probably be, or to be able to work on a piece of, of music with Nina Simone, what would that be like? Oh my gosh, that would be mind blowing. You know, I don't know. Probably any of those people that I named, I would be over the moon to have had the opportunity to even meet, let alone collaborate
0: with. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed in the collaboration gods then. <laughs> and hopefully one of those will happen. Hopefully one of those will happen. Yeah, that would that'd be great. That would be great, right? Yeah. All right. Well, this is a great place to take a short break here from one of our partners in podcasting. This is a word from Front Range Radio. We'll be right back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris here on Sim Radio. Front Range Radio, playing a variety of indie music, a 24 7 music festival for your ears. You can find Front Range Radio at frontrangeradio.net. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network. And my guest, Sandy Kennedy from the band Seeders. And we're back on Mixing It with Nikki Chris on the Sim Radio Network. And my guest, Sandy Kennedy from the band Seeders. Community seems to be an important part of your work and who you are. Can you tell us more about that, please?
1: Yeah, I think um, that... We feel a little, we, we feel some responsibility, I think, even though our platform might be small, everybody's got one, but you know, somebody's looking in your direction. Um, so I feel, um, like as a band, we've, we've tried to continue to keep certain causes and nonprofits that are, we're passionate about, and. In, in the forefront of our minds as we've moved through the world, like where can we have an impact with what we're creating, what we're doing in a way that, um, that gives back to our community. And um, so that, that's that been a, I don't know, I guess a theme, a running theme of who we are as a band for, for the last decade um, in different forms.
0: The band has some videos out. Why don't you tell everyone about those and obviously where they can find them?
1: Oh yeah, um, we always laugh and say that we we do our own stunts. So <laughs> our band um, are also an incredibly talented group of videographers and um, cinematographers, which is wild. Um, it feels crazy to to have all those superpowers in one <laughs> in one collective. So we um, write and direct and edit, along with a lot of help from some other amazingly talented people in that industry. Um, our videos, and we've got a few out that are on our YouTube channel. It's um, Cedars Official on YouTube. There are a handful out there, and we're on set, I think, next month for another one. We're excited about the one coming up. It's for a song called Funeral Dress, which is already released, but this will be our one of our most ambitious shoots <laughs> with prosthetics and some cool, yeah, special effects, makeup, and stuff happening, so we're super excited to get to work on that one. Um, but I think the same intentionality and thought goes into creating every element of these videos. That that goes into our music. So it's another area that I think as a band we get to really work together as a community and, and make something together that, that feels really good, really authentic.
0: Excellent. And when can we expect to see the new videos?
1: Oh, yeah, that is a fine question. <laughs> We are hoping um, <laughs> it's, that we will have it ready to share with everybody. Sometime like early summer is kind of the, that's the mark. Uh, it's in May. May I'll just say May. That's a nice big window of time. Um, we don't have a date, uh, a release date on the calendar, but that is the general vicinity of, uh, of, of time we're hoping for to get it done. And we're back in the studio working on another album. So they're, they're actually, let me back up. We do have a video being released in March. It's a video for Give Up the Ghost, which is on our latest record. I forgot that one was done and in the in the pipeline. So that one will be coming out in March and then hopefully another one right behind it and sometime in May.
0: Excellent. Lots we'll to look forward to. And then you just said that you guys are also working on a new album, I think targeted 2023, if I'm correct.
1: Yeah, I think the early, early 2023, maybe spring, um, is kind of what we're shooting for, but yeah, we've been working on tracking and writing, so that's moving along already. There'll be a few more singles that'll be on that album that we will release this year, um, in 2022, so those will be coming up throughout the year as well. I think maybe three more this year, so.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Lots to look forward to. Fabulous. Yeah. So this is actually a perfect place to share the second song that you brought with you, "Chasing Vapor." Can you tell us a little mm. bit about that?
1: Yeah. I wrote this. Uh, the the bones or the structure of this song on a a, a beat.er old acoustic bass that I kind of drag around <laughs> with me uh, to write on, and I never. It's really cool to collaborate with other people when you can take this really simple idea and then everyone adds their part to it, and it becomes this thing that you couldn't have even envisioned to begin with. So that this song feels like one of the times that that really happened for me in a way that was really tangible. So it's kind of special for me in that regard. It's a this the story is about kind of being told by the world. Here's what you should want for yourself. Here's, what, here's the script, here's, here's your role. I think we get those messages in a lot of different places in our lives. and um, So you run after that stuff, you chase it down, um, and you get your hands on it and it's, it's nothing, it's smoke. Or you get your hands on it and it's not enough, and you, you have to keep, keep going, keep, keep striving for more and more and more. And It's just a look at that and kind of that, that trap that we can get stuck in.
0: Well, I love it, and I know that everybody else is going to love it, so we are going to play it now. The Chasing Vapor by Cedars.
1: video up on our our youtube channel for that that song there's there's a there's an official video and there's also a lyric video that one i guess we did a couple of of them (laughs) for that particular song
0: yes i have seen the video i actually have gone out there and checked that one out so i'm glad that you brought that up yeah excellent fabulous well before we sign off is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners? Are you guys touring, doing any shows, social media sites?
1: Yeah, we are starting to tour. We we actually are, are playing a show this weekend, which feels good because um, <laughs> it's been kind of a wild couple of years with everything going on um, with the pandemic. So uh, getting back to playing in person feels exciting Um and we've got South by Southwest coming up, um, and then into the spring and summer, lots, lots of touring, um, hoping to even, yeah, we'll be kind of going west toward Colorado and California. We'll be going north up to Oklahoma and Arkansas and fingers crossed we'll be able to make it over to the UK to play, uh, or to Europe rather to play, um, towards the end of the year. So that's, that's the plan. We'll see how it all unfolds. But people can keep up with all of that on our website, um, cedars.band. And we're on all the social media places, at Cedars The Band. Um, yeah, and streaming everywhere that you can stream music.
0: Excellent excited hopefully you'll come near me i'm in north carolina so plan stop please so that i can come see you play i would love that i would love 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 that that. (laughs) we will make it happen i would love (laughs) it okay just give me you know let me know in advance and i'll make sure that i'm there i will do that absolutely excellent yeah fabulous well, all right, everyone. I would like to thank my wonderful guest, Sandy Kennedy, for taking the time to chat with me today. It has been such a wonderful pleasure speaking with you and learning more about you and learning more about the band. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for Mixing It. On behalf of all of us at Spin Radio, this is Nikki Chris. Until next time, keep on mixing it.